0: black ass podcast with hadia robinson bono on, bono ba as long as you are living in this house you're gonna live by my rules period point blank you ain't got to run away i will drive you wherever you want to go keep playing i'm gonna beat the black off of you <laughs> Yo, what up everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Uh thank y'all for so much for logging on, tuning in, subscribing, getting subscribed from the last time you wasn't subscribed, but now you subscribe now. <laughs> appreciate you. And shout out to everybody that's following on Instagram. I was like, yo, follow on Instagram and y'all are showing up and I appreciate it. And of course, following on Twitter and as well Facebook and just, you know, engaging. I always appreciate that. Um knock the black off of you. Let's just let's get into that cuz <laughs> I'm a beat the black. It's not even not. Sometimes it's not to be black off of you, beat the black off of you. And uh, I feel like that's probably the scariest threat you can get as a black child to beat the black off of you. Like my whole body is black. Like not just my arms and my ass. Like my whole body is black. So if you're going to beat the black off of me, that means you're going to whoop my ass in every section of my body. Like every, you're going you're gonna to beat me in the face, bitch. Like, I don't think that you're supposed to be doing it. What are we going to gain from you? now don't get it don't get it twisted I am absolutely teen whooping kids I know everybody don't agree with it some people feel like oh you shouldn't be whooping kids shit I'm gonna whoop a kid because I really feel like that's the problem with a lot of these kids out here that nobody is whooping them now there is a difference between whooping a kid and brutalizing a kid there is a difference people need to know it somebody needs to do an ass whooping seminar for parents and you know people who watch kids so they get the understanding of what that means so people who whoop a two-year-old with a belt no bitch you're a, you're an abuser okay you don't whoop a two-year you don't whoop a one-year-old you you know with a one-year-old really you just pop their hand and a and a pop is more of the shock and the smack them hearing the smack that gets them in line you they don't need to necessarily feel pain they just need to know that you not fucking playing around right so anywhere from between one to like two three one one to one, one four, one to four. you really just need to pop them right around five you can actually use like a shoe pop them with a shoe pop them with a comb something but just to get a little sting a switch maybe a switch not even like a big ass not not no branch some of y'all don't know the difference between a switch and a branch i'm talking about a switch but that's i feel like that's more for like school right around the time they get into school like five yeah not really five but like six seven like straight up I'm not even trying to be funny it's le- levels and layers to an ass whooping but to just not whoop your child Mm-mm. recipe for disaster every child needs to ass whoop. I think the ancestors that my mama gave me ass whoopings because woo! yeah I was definitely out of line and I feel like I would have had a mouth like one of the mouths where you just looking and you looking at the parent like you gonna let this you're gonna let this little girl talk to you like that? Oh wow. Cause if that was me, I'd punch in her shit. Cause I feel like right around the age of like 14, 15, 16, that's when you liable to get smacked in the face. Cause I feel like that's when you really pushing the brown boundaries and testing, you know, what you, you know, what you will and won't do and what your mama said and da-da-da-da. And sometimes you Listen, a 14, 15-year-old boy, he he can get a punch in the chest. He'll be all right. That's good for him. Just a bomb right to the chest. Unexpected. One of them, <gasps> yeah, because you thought this shit was a game. <laughs> Let me help you out real quick. Because you thought, because I was a single mom, I was going to bust your shit. Oh, okay. Bang. Right? Get them together immediately. Now, I don't think you, nobody should smack a kid in the face a smack in the face yes a punch in the face too far yeah now if it once you get around like 23 24 and you still out here wilding i'm gonna punch you in your fucking face and i mean that like i'm not even playing i will punch you square in the face and then we just gonna have to square up and it's gonna be what it's gonna be and then all the other subsequent family events is gonna be fucked up because everybody gonna remember the time i straight jawed your ass (laughs) Now, of course, I am a woman with no kids, so you can do this shit with a great saw. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just talked about ass whoopings for five minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Before I fully get into the episode, before I fully go all the way in, I want to take a second to shout out. The ladies from uh, Tea with Queen and Jade. Um, that podcast, make sure y'all following and checking that podcast out. They just threw an amazing event over the weekend uh, called Pot and Live NYC, where a lot of New York uh, podcasters came out and just got a chance to mix and mingle and meet and socialize. And I thought it was great because I listened to a lot of these podcasts, but never had the opportunity to meet them in person. So it was cool to just be like, Oh, Hey, Oh, wow. I like, you know, I I really enjoyed your podcast. So, um, and exchange information and, uh, just get new followers, follow them and just kind of really see what everybody's doing. And just, you know, I thought, I thought that was real cute and cool. So, uh, I met some really great podcasters that I hadn't listened to yet. So that was dope. Uh, shout out to the group chat, with chris and dj they were really cool the bodega podcast was really cool two dope moms really dope and i really enjoyed our conversation um we come from queens podcast and our whole uprising podcast um uh the cure podcast it was just dope so shout out to everybody that attended i look forward to hopefully another event where we get to meet up and get drunk look anytime i can get some liquor <laughs> i'm pretty much on board pretty much ready to go pretty much interested in whatever is happening all right now I want to take a second and do a quick movie review I finally went to go see Get Out and um, I liked it but I feel like there were some things that needed to be said that weren't said and I haven't heard people talking about or saying and I apologize if you already said it and I just missed it but Um, so before I get into it I want to give y'all a a couple of minutes to you know log off I'm gonna talk for about five minutes so it won't be OD but I'm gonna talk for about five minutes because stuff needs to be said anywhere from three to five so you know um, if you log back in and you still hear me and it's like you know oh she seemed angry or she seemed riled up she probably still talking about the movie just fast forward but I'm gonna go for about five minutes so, you know, this is spoiler, 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 spoiler. I know how people are. You, why are you telling the movie? Bitch, has been three weeks. Stop bullshitting. So five, four, three, two. All right. So get out. I liked it. I absolutely liked it. Now, if you in this, if you still listening because you feel like, oh, I ain't about to go see it, please log off and please go see that movie um because it's a good movie and it definitely did something that i don't think we've seen as far as horror movies especially with black people and just the subject matter was something that was so brilliant a brilliant subject to even use in horror films but was so fucking real that it just it took it to another level so you know if you're still in here lingering around log your ass off and go see the damn movie shit it's only like 22 dollars. you spend that in some ciroc over the weekend (laughs) yeah movies is dumb expensive you gotta go to the movie at about 8 a.m to get that damn early bird special or whatever the hell they call it the the matinee shit the matinee ain't even matinee the matinee is legit morning they might as well call that a morning movie you gotta go before work to get a reasonable price for a damn movie. And that's why I be in there with all my snacks, like all my snacks. You ain't gonna check me about why I got this Subway sandwich with these goddamn curly fries from Checkers in this motherfucking movie theater, bitch. It's because everything downstairs is $75,000. Why am I paying $20 for water Then, and, and they got it right down there at the right aid, but two for a dollar you think i'm not about to bring this water in here oh i'm supposed to sit up in here and dry up hell no i'm bringing in this water and y'all twizzlers is the same size twizzlers at the damn store you think i'm not about to go down to the store and get this dollar 99 pack of twizzlers when y'all's is straight seven dollars bitch you got me fucked up i'm bringing all these snacks in here i speci- i have a bag that i bring specifically for movies that's with nothing but snacks and if you open that bag and sniff in it it smell like a hot sandwich how about that cash me out (laughs) I hate that girl anyway back to the movie um liked it it was good but I'm gonna say this because it needs to be said and I know we get mixed company shout out to all the white listeners I appreciate y'all I'm glad y'all here but this black dude was on some bullshit now I've had this conversation with some black women and that's how I know I'm not bull- that's how I know I'm not crazy. I was even sitting next to a black woman in the theater and me and her was having a straight up vibe. Like girl, bitch, do you, what the, hold up. Wow. That was us the entire movie. I don't know this black woman, but me and her was sitting there thinking the same damn thing. Number one, why is this black dude going to this white girl house? And she set up and told him that she ain't told her parents that he black ah, bitch. What? First of all, this ain't no little secret black dude. Like he ain't got the black. He's not that kind of black that you can walk him into an event and somebody is like, oh, is he Egyptian? No, bitch, he's black. Like he is the black. He is the official black. Sidebar, that man's skin is amazingly smooth. Like it looks amazing. Just charcoal black and nothing like a black ass charcoal face. Back to the story. But, so, why are you going to put yourself in a situation where this bitch ain't even gave you the courtesy of telling her parents, hey, so, um, just so things don't get weird, um, I'm bringing Javon home, and, yeah, I know you thought maybe it was Australian name, but Javon is actually, you know, and he's black, so it's cool. Like, I would have been like, oh, bitch, you about to put me on FaceTime, because you're not about to have me walking into this white-ass situation. And, and then get to the house all of a sudden it's some big ass event and he don't even know about it how she know he even got the proper clothes to be walking around in this event now she got him up in there looking like a damn scrub even though she was dressed crazy as hell But that's fine but you can't just be up in no white ass situation looking like a thug or whatever the hell so boom i already had a problem with that right then the whole situation where he go outside for the smoke then the black dude come running charging full speed at him and just boom turns on a 90 how did he not blow his knee out you can't run that fast and turn that quick and not fuck your knee up but he did i don't went back in the house like look so i don't know what's happening but i'm about to go and get my stomach pump because whatever is in the water out here is probably in my body right now and i'm not trying to be a part of this shit right boom looked at the black lady in the window and she wilding and shit, looking all crazy fine so then he gets in the house The mama goes to hypnotize him, and he lets her, and then wake up in the bed with his whole ass outfit on, like he didn't even change out of his outfit, and then just went on with his merry day like nothing, like it was nothing. Why are you still there, bruh? You was already talking to your black homeboy on the phone and your homeboy was like, you better get the fuck out of there, but you still there? So was it that he didn't want to hurt her little feelings? So that's why he stayed. Because I feel like black dudes don't be really that invested when it comes to black women. Like a black dude would be like, oh, so you just going to have your little brother walking around with these shoes on and ain't even, they the last jordans i'm about to get up out of here like a black dude was dip out of the black chick in a hot ass minute like no second chances but this dude straight life is threatening he's still in there crying and fucking listen you ain't gonna tell me to sink into the floor and i go flying into outer space like mork and mindy and then i'm just gonna wake up the next day and sit down and have sausage and eggs with your ass no bitch i'm getting in the car i'm leaving Okay, just as fast as that man was running at him, that's how fast I would have been running on the interstate going home. Like I would have been in the woods running full speed. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. So um, I just felt like they had the black dude being like a white chick in a a scary movie and I'm just not here for that. And I get it. Certain things have to happen in order for a movie to move forward. I get that. But you ain't about to be in a movie like, Billy, is that you? No, I don't want to say I don't want to say like it was points where I was like, I feel like I should walk out because this shit giving me a headache. But the only thing that kept me there was a black chick next to me that was expressing the same thing I was feeling. So I was like, okay, I'm not tripping. Me and her having a moment because we was both in there. Who does this? (laughs) So shout out to that sister. I hope I see you at another movie so we can straight get our black girl all of the sound effects on. And um shade the fuck out of these movies. But go see it if you haven't already seen it. I'm probably gonna see it again because I thought it was really good. And I feel like there were some things that I missed, but uh it was really good. And Lil Rel was his character was everything. But side note, when he went to the police and the police's reaction, whew, that shit killed me. White girls get you every time. <laughs> uh but yeah the movie is great make sure you go see it if you haven't already um and you still in here listening which i don't know you can still go see it because i still left out some really good parts Um, probably nothing that you haven't already seen people talking about on twitter or whatever but really good is a very phenomenal movie go see it um all right i'm back okay spoiler over spoiler over spoiler over all right um let's see where we want to go from here oh i got a good place to start So, um, there's a black man in Kokomo, Indiana, Larry Mitchell, shout out to Larry Mitchell. He is a chef in Kokomo, Indiana, who decided that he was done with white people telling him to go back to Africa and he was going to do something about it. Now I'm gonna preface this by saying I went to school in Indiana, so I already know how Indiana get down. Um, I'm sure in Indiana you find the right uh, you find the right little small town, you will walk your ass right into a KKK initiation parade. Okay, I'm talking about a full ass KKK <laughs> fashion show where they modeling the robes, <laughs> where they bringing out the KKK springs. <laughs> they gonna bust out the kkk spring collection on your ass i'm talking about straight fashion week for kkk so i know how indiana gets down but this black dude was like you know what i'm y'all white people ain't gonna keep telling me to go back to africa first of all i don't even know why white people still use shit like that go back to africa bitch take your ass back to the mountains in the Caucasus mountain mountains. I think that's a real place or whatever white people come from. Take your ass back there and we'll both leave this shit to the end to the native Americans. You asshole. Um, I just feel like that's a stupid ass thing to say. Go back to Africa. Okay. So I'm going to do what? Start crying, go home and pack a bag. No, oh, no, I'm not. Okay. What I might do is punch you in your goddamn face and go on and eat my waffles. That's what also might happen. That might be the next step, right? I'm just saying that that's also a possibility. But Larry Mitchell did something even more clever than that. He went up, he went and started his own GoFundMe page. Now, here's the description on the GoFundMe page. It says, send me back to Africa Fund. If you want me to go back to Africa, I will gladly go. You can help make my, make your dream and mine come true. Accepting all donations, KKK, Skinheads, and anyone else with like mind thinking are welcome to donate. Thank you. God bless you and America. Hashtag put your money where your hate is. Uh, and unfortunately for him, the people that hate him don't really have no money. So most of the people that he got donations from, and he had about $1,300. dollar thirteen. dollars $1,315 after 95 days. No telling what it's up to now uh, after this article came out. Um, but most of the people donating was like, yo, don't go. You know, I'm sorry. It was just mostly, I feel like it was mostly white people like, I'm so sorry white people are such trash uh, here. Just take this money and go on with your life. I'm just, I'm. you're funny. This was a great idea. I'm sorry that you have to deal with people who are so fucking stupid and ignorant. Um, and then there were a couple of races who, you know, came with like goodbye N word and they, but they donated $5. What are he supposed to do with your funky race's $5, sir? Where the fuck, what is he really going to accomplish with $5 that don't even get him a meal in the airport, that $5, that $5 don't get him, that don't even get him a breakfast situation with McDonald's. Do you know how much airport food is you asshole? It's expensive. Okay. He can't even get a, a adequate pack of gum with $5. You know what he can get for $5 in the airport? He can get that Wrigley spearmint, the one with the 5 little chews in there. It don't even it's not even the pack that fold up with the fancy little closing clasp that make you feel like you your money was well spent when you bought this punk ass gum. No, this is like regular bottom of the purse Wrigley spearmint gum. Like after a while, you find it in the bottom of your bag and most of the Gum is unwrapped and got goddamn lint and hair on it. That's what that little funky ass. Pop. So I just need all races to really stay in your lane. If you want people to go back to Africa, or you feel like that's up, then put some money up for real. Why don't you, like, um, put up that mobile home. If you really want black people to get up out of here, why don't you be a part of the process to, to make that happen? Right? So, I mean, take some of your well-earned money, take some of that coal from your coal mining job, you asshole, and put the money up. How about that? Why don't you dig into your mayonnaise fund and get, put something on somebody getting, uh, getting to Africa, but the dude got $1,300. So, you know, that's like a cute little trip to Miami. That's like a ball-out trip to Miami because, you know, it only takes like $17 to get to Miami with the right flight. JetBlue, let JetBlue have a little sale. You can get to Miami for like $35, like for the same price as a Megabus ticket. <laughs> if you ride on Spirit Airlines, that shit is like a Megabus. <laughs> that will get you right on to Miami. You can get you a nice little hotel right on the strip probably not on the water because let's not be crazy but like one street over from the water you got you a cute little hotel right you can go to the club you can't get nothing at the you can't do no vip shit though that's gonna burn all your money you still gotta like eat right but you can do like seven days strong in miami with 1300 dollars. now you ain't paying for nobody else unfortunately larry mitchell you going by yourself because once you add somebody else into that equation oh you're gonna need about three to five stacks i'm just saying miami ain't expensive but it can be expensive and lord forbid you take your ass to one of them strip clubs in miami (laughs) sir your ass is coming home that same night (laughs) you will be on a return flight seven hours later going back to kokomo indiana um but I applaud this dude because it's funny because we've seen GoFummies for everything. GoFundMe to go to the Beyonce concert. GoFundMe to get my teeth fixed. GoFundMe to buy my niece a dress for her uh Kisera or whatever, right? All kind of GoFummies. But this one, I was like, yo, this dude is on point with it. I feel like, you know, that's that might be the move. That might be the new comeback. That might be the official comeback. Oh, go back to Africa? Okay, well, give me some money then. <laughs> You want me to go back to Africa? Okay, well, what you got on that? How much you putting up? What's good? What's your, what's that bank account? Let me come through. Let's go to the ATM. Of course, that same person be like, <gasps> he tried to rob me. Because, you know, anyway. Anyway, but shout out to uh Larry Mitchell. Larry Mitchell, that's a very hood, black-ass name. I like it. I like it. I'm here for it. Um, What else is going on? Oh, speaking of pettiness, which I'm always here for, um a representative out of Houston, Texas has just uh put forth a bill that will penalize men for unregulated masturbatory emissions. This is House Bill 4260 and it's basically encouraging men to remain fully abstinent and only allow the occasional masturbatory emissions inside healthcare and medical facilities. Uh This is basically a nod to all the bullshit rules that men are creating for women's reproductive rights. And of course, Texas is hit very hard um, with the, them trying to basically repeal Roe versus Wade, but also just put up so many like strongholds and them defunding Planned Parenthood and having to close down different facilities for women's, you know, reproductive health and just, you know, um so this was her way of saying okay so since we want to be in everybody business it's about time we get into the business of what men are doing so no more masturbate men now i don't know how they plan to regulate this i don't know if it's gonna be some kind of van that go around and just pop up on people houses and shit like if they're gonna be doing like ice raids where they just run in your house check your garbage bin check for any kind of like too many napkins balled up and like if they gonna do DNA swabs on your keyboard and shit to make sure you ain't doing nothing during the week or if they gonna be looking for crunchy ass socks under your bed or wherever dudes tuck their crunchy socks and shit like I'm really interested in how she's going to enforce this but not only is she doing this she's also taking it a step further where men have to like if they want to get viagra If they want to get a colonoscopy or anything that's considered um, elective or even a vasectomy, which is considered elective, they have to go through all kind of hoops and fucking uh, hurdles, just like women who are interested in getting an abortion. So. How women have to do the transvaginal. um, What is that shit called? The um, the transvaginal ultrasound men have to do. A, a rectal ultrasound <sighs> mm, that is pettiness at its finest i love i'm here for every moment of it she said not only do you have to get the um the ultrasound you have to go through a pamphlet like somebody has to sit down and talk to you about your um penal health or whatever you also have to meet with a counselor and you have to wait 24 hours so these mugs is making it like uh, and side side note, I have to say it, it has to be said, I feel like there was a black woman who presented this bill first. Now, if, you know, th- that's not the case, and this woman just came up with this bill on her own, kudos to you, shout out to you. I feel like on behalf of all women who believe in the right to choose, we salute you for this bill because it, it it's past due for men to have to, Endure some of the violation of privacy that women have to endure, right? But if in fact this is her biting off a bill that a black woman put forward, and I swear to God, I feel like a black woman put this forward, but then we can't have nothing. All of a sudden, now everybody want to report it when a white woman was doing it. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> kind of, I'm playing. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I'm here for this. They they would also set up like medical facilities so dudes would have to come into a medical facility in order to jack off and if they're caught in however way shape or form they're caught actually masturbating and um e- any uh what is it called masturbatory emissions which sounds like some shit that happens at when you get your car checked uh they will be fined a hundred dollars so think about how much dudes actually beat off right fellas that listen think about how much you actually beat off not how many times you tell your girlfriend you go in i'm talking about the amount of times you genuinely realistically honestly blah, blah 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 beat that dolphin choke that chicken um, strangle that monkey or whatever they call it. I don't know it's so many terms it's uh flog the dolphin, I think it's called flog the dolphin and uh choked it i know choke the chicken um and um and uh and pull pull on that sock. I don't know I'm just that was for the uncircumcised dudes. <laughs> pull pull on that hoodie, <laughs> yank that turtleneck <laughs> oh God, anyway. Some of y'all would be out of some money. Some of y'all would be straight homeless and still in the street. Cause at that point, once you homeless and you jacking off in the street, nobody cares. It's like, whatever he's let them have it. Let them have it. Right. Um. But I think it's, I think it's past. I think it's past time for um men to stop creating laws when it comes to women's reproductive rights. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Most men don't even know how they can't draw A woman's internal organs, let alone point out 90% of the shit that's there. They can find the vagina hole. That's about it. They can't, they can't show you nothing else about nowhere else nothing is on a woman, but then want to sit up and those are the people in the room trying to make decisions about what a woman is supposed to do. No, sir, you don't have no you don't have a, a say in what a woman needs to do. You worry about what you're doing and what a man is doing and stop trying to penalize and punish women because they want to have sex and in the event they do come up pregnant, they should not be punished or or vilified If they decide, oh, well, that's not something I'm really interested in at this time. Because guess what? That is her choice. That is her body that she has to decide. Because... 90% 90% of these people that's making these laws ain't even following up with no shit that helps women in these situations. A lot of women who end up getting abortions are women who aren't financially secure enough to take care of a child who in a situation where the dude ain't gonna do shit for them anyway or they already been with a dude who didn't do shit for the child they got so they like, you know what, I'm not going through this shit again so I'm gonna go ahead and take do what I need to do and take care of what I need to take care of. Now, whatever when she decides to do that, that ain't for you to decide. That's between her her body and the dude if he is someone who wants to be a part of it now if he's somebody who feel like oh well she needs to do what I say and if she and he's gonna go against everything that she wants then no, absolutely not if he ain't about to marry her if he ain't about to pay her bills if he ain't about to buy her a car and get her hair done (laughs) that was don't be a menace (laughs) <laughs> but I'm saying if he's not going to be the person that steps up and make sure that she gets everything that she needs, then, sir, I need you to fall the fuck back because you don't then you have no dog in this race. You have no say in this situation. Sorry. I mean, I know that shit sound harsh, but guess what? It, it is what it motherfucking is. There's too many women out here taking the brunt of this of raising the child on their own because some dude said he was gonna do it and didn't do it or some dude just up and disappeared and now she's stuck and now she feel like oh well what now i gotta do it by myself nah son fuck that i got other shit i need to do you know i'm going back to school (laughs) i'm not trying to make light i'm not trying to make a joke about it i'm saying and i'm stating very clearly that this it's important for a woman to have a choice what she does with her body. We are not here just to be vessels to bring forth other people if those other people are not going to be cared for. If there's no system in place that is going to care for them, then it. what's the difference between me getting an abortion and them coming into the world and having nothing in place for them to, to thrive? That's just me. I know everybody don't agree with it. I'm very much pro-choice, and that's the way I stand in my pro-choice. Everybody is different. Some people feel a different way about it. I'm just saying, you know, and stop with this. Oh, it's a woman's responsibility. No, it's two people's responsibility to make sure that that shit don't happen. But if it happens, at the end of the day, abortion is not illegal. It is not illegal. It is not illegal. It's not. As much as they want to repeal it, as much as they want to overturn it, it's not illegal. So if a woman decides this is something she wants to do, look, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to keep going back and forth. Look, I don't know who I'm going back and forth with, but I'm not going to go back and forth with you. <laughs> All right. So, um in other news, um I'm sure people heard about the this new administrative, administration administration. Hmm deciding to cut uh meals on wheels that was like everybody was going off about that now sidebar I actually used to do some temping for meals on wheels um well city meals on wheel which is I guess this the New York City subsidy subsidiary of the overall meals on wheels program so this program and if you don't know what it is it's basically a way to get old people food to eat that live by themselves or live in a situation where they just don't have money to get food. That is a real ass thing. There are old people out here who just can't afford to eat and pay bills and do everything that they need to do. We're talking about people who don't work anymore and the real elderly people, the ones that they not getting off their couch to go get dressed and go to a job. No, they can't. Like they just physically cannot. So this program is something that basically uh, sustains them. And keeps them alive because it brings them food, right? And the Trump administration is basically like, man, fuck them old people. I mean, what other way can you think about it? Not only are they cutting the Meals on Wheels program, along with early education, medical subsidies, rent subsidies, um heating subsidies, all the stuff that basically help the people who are the less fortunate in this country, but they're putting ten percent into the the defense fund. Now they're going to take away from medical research, climate change, housing, education, all this stuff, right? But they're going to put some money up for the defense fund, 54 billion to be exact. That's the number 54 billion. If you didn't already know that that's the new, that's what they're going to increase the defense budget by. Now, meanwhile, America spends more on defense than Russia, China, like 10 countries combined. Why does it need another $54 billion when it don't even cost that much to run something like Meals on Wheels? It doesn't even cost that much to do like early early childhood education. Early childhood education can then lead to kids n- being more educated, higher you know, higher education, and then people getting better jobs. Because guess what? There are jobs out here, but people can't get them because they're undereducated. So none of that is something they want to put money into, but they want to put money into more war shit. And who does that benefit? Guess what? It's not going to benefit the average American because if they put more money into war stuff, guess what? They're going to want to use it. If they put more money into tanks and all kinds of weaponry, they're going to want to use it. And if they're putting more money into war shit, then maybe somebody else is putting more money into war shit. So that means, guess what? It's going to be a damn war. And who you think they're going to get to go fight that war? You think Donald Trump about to take his fluffy ass out there and go fight a war? Have you seen him in them golf pants? You think any part of his body is ready to defend anything? hell no please he can barely keep that belt on that big ass stomach is pushing against that belt with the force of a thousand superheroes (laughs) so guess who going guess who going to war your coal mining ass sons and daughters that's who's going to war I ain't going. I'm going to tell you that shit right now. And I'm not encouraging nobody I know to go. Because what shit? We ain't vote for that shit. All All these cuts and shit. That shit needs to go to the people who voted for this. So, you know... In the spirit of being as petty as you can possibly be, I just want to shout out all the old people that dragged their old ass out the house to go cast a vote for Donald Trump. For all the old people that cast that called the accessory knowing damn well that car is supposed to be to go to your medical appointments, but you're going to go use it to cast your vote. All the, all the old... Ain't been out to vote in 15 years, but decided that this bullshit was somebody that you felt like deserved your vote well guess what that's what your ass get i don't have no sympathy for you your ass about to be up in the house with some oodles and noodles and you can't even heat them up you about to be up in there eating oodles and noodles and the sodium intake in that shit will knock a goddamn ox down <laughs> i'm sorry i i'm actually i'm not sorry because at the end of the day we know that most of the people that voted for him voted not did not vote for him because they felt like he was a good you know a good candidate they didn't vote for him because they felt like he actually knew what the hell they was he was doing they voted for him because he was white and he wanted to bring whiteness back but guess what you brought that shit back and a whole bunch of other bullshit so i don't have no sympathy for it but the fact that you know there are going to be people who are who are hurt and affected in this situation that really wasn't about this life that's what's frustrating you know what i'm saying people who who didn't vote for him but are going to subsequently get their health coverage cut that's a problem people who with pre pre-existing conditions who will now no longer be covered because this asshole and all his greedy ass cronies want to remix and re rework the program to benefit them that's the thing that i don't think that pisses me off about people who are still trying to act like well let's give them a chance to do what you you ain't seen enough i know i have i have seen enough it ain't been a hundred i have seen enough okay if we cut this shit off right here it already feels like four years at least three and a half I don't know why they haven't already started the impeachment process. I don't know why the ball isn't already rolling to get his dumb ass up out of there. Just on, the, just on the strength of what bullshit he can do, damage he can do to this country further down the line. Just on the strength of that, it's worth saying, you know what? Um, Obviously, this probably wasn't the best situation. So we're just going to go ahead. Let's just end it here. You know, we had a good run. You know, it's been about 40 days. You've got you've clearly cashed in a gang of damn money because your daughter is about to cash a four hundred million dollar check from China. So obviously shit is working in your favor. You done got all your debt reduced. You done paid up everything you needed to pay. All your lawsuits and shit is out, is gone. They they have evaporated. All your rape charges is gone. This is the perfect time to go ahead, throw up that peace sign and dip out. What is he still saying here for? And why are people allowing him to stay here? That's the real bullshit. Um, so, yeah, you know, RIP to the city mills, to the mills on wheel. Shout out to all the people I used to work with. Um, I'm hoping that they some way, you know, transfer you to another department or something. I mean, it's just really messed up. And I really feel like, you know, this directly affects Older people, but it also affects the rest of us. Specifically for people who live near old people, let me tell you something. You cannot have old people trying to cook. After a certain age, they just, it's not in them no more. You know how many times old people almost burn themselves up? Consistently, okay. Now I'm not talking about necessarily sixty and seventy. Oh, I'm talking about that eighty and ninety. old where they go put a pot on, sit down and start watching Gunsmoke and forget the fuck they was even cooking. You get what I'm telling you? Like straight, just sit down and start watching Murder She Wrote or Law and Order. That it ain't even Murder She Wrote no more. It's like the T the the Turner Classic Movie Network. That's all. That's all they shit. They got everything they used to watch on there. You let an old person put on a pot of eggs and then go sit down and start watching Turner Classic mu- Movie. You're going to have a five-alarm fire on your hands. You can believe that shit right there. (laughs) Nana is sitting up in that motherfucker, surrounded by smoke, like, woo! this episode is hot. (laughs) I apologize. My grandma is looking down on me like, you ain't shit. Uh, all right. Um, So if you got older people in your neighborhood, it's going to definitely take a village now, man. It's going to be up to the people in the community to look out for the older people because obviously this administration don't give a damn about you. They like, look, Jell-O don't cost that much. Get them some Jell-O and keep it damn moving. But, um, you know, it's really unfortunate. But if you vote for him, that's what your ass get. Nah, 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 straight sixth grade with it. That's even like, that's like fourth grade with it. All right. I'm up in here talking shit. All right. All right, one more. So, Darren Wilson has it's been revealed in court documents that Darren Wilson, uh the cop in Ferguson that killed Mike Brown, used the N-word. Now, I think I can speak for a majority of Black people when I say, "White people, stop reporting shit that is a no-brainer." I'm, I'm, I'm just so sick of this kind of. I didn't know, bitch. How didn't you know? You know what I mean? And the if you did not know, that means that you are not opening your life up to people from other experiences. That means that you are trying to maintain this sheltered existence where you don't have to be aware of your fellow human being right because they this shit is like all over like this is some big revelation Darren Wilson used the n-word yeah bitch he killed an 18 year old child what make you think he does not use the n-word consistently every opportunity that he has so some of y'all I guess maybe saw that picture of him at the hospital when they shot him and he looking up and he want to have this look of oh i i did what i had to do in order to survive and mike brown and y'all believe the report mike brown he was tired he was like the incredible hawk and he was towering over me meanwhile mike brown and darren wilson is the exact same height but y'all want to sit up and take the picture at a certain angle to make it look like he giving a blow job or whatever this 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 image or this idea that y'all trying to get across and then the rest of y'all out here looking past all the other facts in the case and thinking oh this poor man no bitch it is a child dead we're talking we're talking about a person who is still alive still out here in the streets still able to go and have conferences and talk to people take calls from his mama take calls from his daddy talk to his daughter talk to his son and as opposed to an 18 year old child who has not lived up 18 years old you barely learning to walk like 18 years old you are just learning to stand on your legs properly everything before 18 is basically like deer legs like baby deer legs you ain't standing up right you barely upright you don't even know how to look at the world right you still think people be telling the truth at 18 at 18 you still have an outlook on the world like Nobody would do that. Why, why would somebody do that? You don't get hardened to the world until you Darren Wilson age, a smooth 35. But at 18, there's still a little bit of light in your eyes. Even somebody like Mike Brown, who's coming out of Ferguson, out of a fucked up school system, out of a racist ass community, out of a, a underfunded community. Still at 18, probably had a little bit of light in his eyes, feeling like, yo, I just graduated high school. I'm about to get up out of here. I'm about to go to college. I'm about to have this all these new experiences. And this punk ass white man, and in this moment of wanting to feel froggy, wanting to feel like, you know, he can say and do whatever he wanted and whoever around him better listen and do everything that he say just because he white and got a gun which is 90% of these racist cops attitude is you got to do what I say because I got a badge and I got a gun and you need to you need to abide by my rules, bitch. Not even abide by the law, abide by my rules. That's where a lot of, because 90%, I don't know the actual percentage, but a lot of these videos, when you're watching them, these police officers, they send up, oh, you got to do that. No, 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 you don't. That's not your... You have a certain amount of rights as a citizen. But when it comes to that punk ass cop and that punk ass moment, he going to say, oh, wait, I, I need to search your car. I need your license. Like, bitch, I, I'm in the backseat. I'm not even I'm in the backseat behind the passenger. I ain't even in the backseat behind the driver. I'm in the backseat behind the passenger. Why the fuck do you need to know who I am? But in that moment, they're going to make it where you don't have a choice. Either they're going to beat your ass or they're going to take you to jail. And then the rest of the plans that you have for that day are fucked up because now you in jail and now you got to pay for bond. And now you got to do all this other unnecessary shit that you shouldn't have to do because at the end of the day, you didn't break the law. He did. So my first point is that I need these news networks to stop reporting shit. Like we don't already know this shit stop start reporting it very matter-of-factly because that's the real that's the real situation that who doesn't believe that fucking Darren Wilson was caught using the n-word but then he lied on the oath and said he never used it and never heard it but then it came back oh I've used it when it was used in against me or I've used it in a when it was described to me, like if he's arresting somebody and they're like, "Yeah, it was that nigga Tony down there," and he like, "Oh, that nigga Tony over," there. like get the, that don't even sound right. But that's the way he's trying to explain it. Like the only time he ever used it was basically repeating it when it was it was said to him by someone in a situation. So the only time he used the N word is if somebody else said. But who believe that? Like, do y'all really? Anyway. Um, so basically, um, he did admit to it and, you know, which is just frustrating and unfortunate because he was released. He didn't even have no charges. So the fact that all of this is even coming up is kind of like rehashing an old issue that we was already pissed off about. It's like how you, how you feel when you see something from George Zimmerman and it's like, I didn't fucking need to why do, why do i need to see this again why do i need to hear about this again when i know this motherfucker did not even was not even held accountable so now i still got to look up and see a story about him knowing that he murdered somebody but he out here living his life free and clear and skipping up and down the street and pulling guns on people at the gator inn or whatever the fuck he was at that time when the dude pulled a gun on him you know what i'm saying like not even the dude i think the dude put, did pull a gun on him that, and that shit brought me so much joy when he called the police and he was in the bathroom and I did the whole scenario of how I imagined him hiding in the closet, calling the police like a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, you know, it's just, it's almost been three years and, um, it's like, you don't want it to, you don't want the story to die, but I don't need people coming up with these bullshit stories like, hey guys, can you believe that this? Yes, yes, we absolutely can. It's not a, do you, th- can you believe that there's racism in the, it was uncovered today that the they covered up evidence and yeah, bitch. At this point, if I hear anything about the Chicago police department, I'm not going to be thrown off my square. I'm not going to be sitting there like, oh, really? No. I'm going to be sitting there with the straight screw face like, duh, bitch. So my thing is, since he's lying under oath, I want to know what the next steps are. So is he going to be held accountable? Is it going to be now like with the whole oj simpson thing where they just are waiting for him to do some bullshit so they can finally lock his ass up is that going to be the next thing like what is the next step in this situation because otherwise why are you bringing this up why do i have to be drinking my coffee and have to see this shit and get an attitude for the rest of the damn week now you don't fuck my head up now i gotta go to work and deal with whatever racist coworker i gotta deal with and look in this bitch face and be like oh darren wilson face it <laughs> it's just like it's like we never get a chance to not have to deal when you're a person of color when you're paying attention you know for the people some people ain't paying attention and it doesn't matter and they don't get it and it's like oh what happened that's crazy next what's up with that new jay-z album oh shit the nikki and remy yo that battle is heating up or whatever they they some people are just checked out in that way and you know what i don't necessarily fault them because it's hard to be tapped in and to be tuned in and to be paying attention. It's hard to not lose your damn mind seeing bullshit situation after bullshit situation after dumbass quote after somebody getting let off free, scot free, or somebody going to jail and you know losing their life and all just every day is something, 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 something. And then to get something like this, this whole <gasps> aha moment ass reporting bitch. Stop acting like this ain't the United States of, of America. Stop acting like the history of this country never existed and we're starting from 2005 with some bullshit. Like, just stop. Stop. Not even 2005. Shit, it was still Hurricane Katrina. Like, we going back to like 2000 when, you know, there was no cameras and there was no reporting of black shit. And, you know, so you would maybe in your mind, if you didn't know anything before 2000, then you would think, oh, America ain't that bad. What? I mean, Oprah on TV, Michael Jordan got shoes. Jay-Z and Beyonce out here kicking it. They went not together then. But I'm just saying like, oh, what? Diddy out here got a whole family of artists. Shit is sweet. Look at the NBA. Look at the NFL. Black people is doing all right. Then maybe, maybe I could take the, oh, can you believe? But you're not going you can't be somebody who knows American history, have access to all of the history of America and then put come up with some today breaking news. Get the f- Get off my timeline with that bullshit. This ain't breaking news. This is shit black people have been dealing with for centuries, generations, generations. Okay? So, at this point, We just need the rest of y'all to catch up to what the fuck is going on out here. This whole, I didn't know it was that racist. What, bitch, now you do? Welcome. Welcome to the headache that we've been living for the past goddamn 100 years, 100 plus years. All of my whole ass life, I know I've been dealing with some bullshit in some way, shape, or form. In some capacity, I've been dealing with racism or as people like to call them microaggressions. I hate that word, but it's a real thing, right? entire life i can recall shit from like five six all the way back then meanwhile y'all been out here jumping and skipping and lolly you know what i'm saying and fucking running with sparklers and shit at the fourth of july picnic but every day that's the kind of joy y'all been living every day but you know and then want to act surprised like no welcome bitch where where the fuck have y'all been anyway um so i'm gonna leave it there I'm gonna leave it there, man. RIP Mike Brown. Um, White people, get your white people, okay? It's really, at this point, it's up to y'all. We've been saying it. We've been screaming and marching and crying about it. White people that listen, white people, it's up to y'all. To get your white people in formation, your cousins, your aunts, your friends, your frat brothers, your sorority sisters, your your people that know people like Tommy Loren, and being like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's that simple it don't take a lot yo soon as they get to talking that bullshit and that i didn't know but really bitch oh so you didn't know about and just three three facts mic drop you're done it doesn't take a lot now if they want to have an actual conversation then boom, it's room to have a conversation. But it's not up to black people no more to try to keep educating y'all on shit that you can find in books, shit that you can find online, shit that you can go to the library, get that little reference book, the shit you can't take out of the library, and go photocopy that whole ass entire book. Bitch, Amazon will drop that shit off to your house the next day. Fuck around if you got Prime. You you can order that book and watch you an episode of Bosque or whatever shows they got on Amazon Prime and wait for the book to come. So it's no excuses and stop waiting for black people to talk about it and stop complaining when black people talk about it. Y'all need to get information, get informed, and get on the side of actual um moving this goddamn country and this and this humanity in general forward. Cause, you know. Anyway. Thank y'all. Ooh, feels so good. It's like I be having it pent up all week and then I get it out. Um and I know as soon as I put this podcast up, it's going to be in some other bullshit drop. and be like, God damn it. I wish I could talk about that. But I guess I'll try to drag it to the next week. But I want to thank everybody for listening and checking out Blackass Podcast. If you haven't already, subscribed, What are you? What are you? What are what you waiting? What? get subscribed, man. Uh, you can find the podcast everywhere where podcasts are. And of course you can download the laughable app and you can subscribe to the podcast there as well as check out all the things that I got going on. It's, it's, it's a little something. (laughs) Um, and of course you can follow me on my website, hrcomedy.com and find all of my links and social media and such. Um, and of course, please continue to follow the podcast on Instagram. First 500 followers, I'm following back. Ah, It takes a village, people. All right, y'all. Let me get up out of here. Peace.